0: When someone goes up to a game guru at Snakes and Lattes and asks, Do you have any mystery games? What are they really thinking about? My name's Jonathan, I'm one of the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, and this is the Snakes Cast, the podcast for people who don't know as much about board games as they'd like to know. This week we're going to look into a question I hear a lot at the cafe. We're going to investigate the mystery behind that question and see if we can solve it. Get your thinking cap on. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thanks for listening. It's uh, good to be back with co-hosts this time. It was a little bit weird last time having no co-hosts. Maddie, thank you for coming back. Howdy. Steve. Pleasure as always. Hello. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen again. All right. So you guys get this question often. Do you have any mystery games? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Is it usually couples for you two? Yep. Couples or small groups. Okay. Uh, yep. And here's the thing. This is what sort of confuses me a little bit about this question. Mystery is a genre, like science fiction or romance or suspense. I never get requests for other literary genres. Always mystery. Do you guys ever get requests for other genres?
1: No, not literary genres. I mean, people will ask about different genres of games, but Mm -hmm. I've not heard anybody say... uh, Give me a gothic romance game or sure. uh, or, 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 or a know,
0: science fiction game.
1: Or, or a self-help game. You yeah. know, it, it doesn't happen. Mystery is the only one that I ever hear. Or war. Or
2: war. Well, I think war games are associated with something else. Mystery games have that certain stigma of, I want a game because a lot of people know mystery games from their childhood. They know right. Clue. They know Clue, Guess Who.
0: I guess it's it, really just it's about Clue and Guess Who, isn't it?
2: That is what I would say it comes down to.
1: Okay. There, there were a few other mystery-themed games uh, back in the day. There was... Uh, murdered,
0: mur- murder Mystery Dinner Parties were kind of a thing for a while.
1: Sure, there were those. Um, no Way Battleship as well.
0: Is Battleship a mystery game? Well, a little bit.
1: You have to deduce where the ships are, but mostly it's just lucky guessing as opposed to real deduction. Also,
0: there's no real like crime and uh, murder and solve, solving mysteries and stuff. Possibly feels- mystery
1: mechanic, but not definitely not mystery theme. Yeah, but uh, a game like Thirteen Dead End Drive or its yeah. reboot Thirteen Thirteen Dead End Drive <laughs> has a very locked house. Agatha Christie, everybody's dying off one by one, feel to it, although you're not trying to solve a mystery. That's sort of the opposite of Battleship, I guess. It's mystery theme, but not mystery mechanic. Hmm. Um, then, of course, you have something like Mystery Date or Dream Phone. Oh, the uh, mystery oh, of which boy has a crush on you. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think
0: if I remember any other
1: mystery games. As these are cute. all,
0: what these, what these games all have in common is nostalgia, I think. A heavy dose, yes. These were games that people enjoyed when they were kids, and I guess it's, is it the mystery that they're looking for, or is it the enjoyment of something that they liked when they were little that they're after, really?
2: Well, I imagine it's kind of something they're familiar with from their childhood, so they hope it carries over into their adulthood, Mm -hmm. maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of our customers don't realize that many games have been visited by the Suck Fairy in the years (laughs) between when they were a child and, and now. Um I I think that's it's a little bit of both. It's a bit of nostalgia. I want something that I enjoyed when I was a kid.
2: I want something that's simple like I was a kid.
1: Yeah. But it's also, hey, I used to enjoy this, so why don't I continue to enjoy this? Give me something that I will enjoy. You know, it's not just nostalgia, it's mysteries are cool. That's true. Uh, So let's give me one. I, I find it fascinating the number of couples who pull clue off the wall. Not realizing that clue doesn't work as a two-person game. It really doesn't. It's so boring and just but broken. It's as just a two non-functional. Game. As yeah. soon as
0: one player solves the mystery, both players solve it. Yeah. That's what happens when you play clue with two players. It's not possible to get to the answer before yeah. anyone else.
1: Yeah. So I anytime, even if someone hasn't asked me for a mystery game, if I see a couple with clue, I will immediately pounce on them with a recommendation <laughs> for a game that actually Functions and provides a deductive challenge.
0: Okay, let's let's get into that. So, when you get that request, setting aside the reality of which games are and aren't available, which games do and don't exist, is it better to provide them with something that provides the trappings of mystery, like criminals and detectives, or is it better to give something with actual deduction and puzzle solving? I mean, if you could only do one, well, I'm, I'm
2: all abo- I'm all about the deduction games. I grown with them. I love them. They're probably one of my favorite types of games out there. Uh, I could still play Clue and maybe enjoy it. I haven't played it for years, but games like Mr. Jack, P.I., Sleuth I really enjoy. Uh, you recently introduced me to Tragedy
0: Looper, which is a whole other Whoa, genre. Level
2: of mystery, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: but very, very cool regardless. So. Alright, what about you, Steve? Do you give them the mechanics or do you give them the theme?
1: Uh... I usually try to give them both. Um, that way I don't need to worry about which one it is that they're truly looking
0: for. Okay, so setting aside the wishy-washiness, if you can only provide one. Uh,
1: um, <laughs> I would probably go with deduction mechanic.
0: It's interesting. I'd go with the theme. Uh, it's...
1: Luckily, I don't have to actually make that choice. This is a very <laughs> fortunate most, thing for all of us. Most of itch. the games that actually have a deduction mechanic, not all, but many have a mystery theme to them. So it's it's easy to avoid that nitpicky question and and just and give them... I'm just them, trying to
0: get to the sort of the heart of no, what people I, are really after. No, I, their life this true, story. I
1: understand. But, uh you know, we have Clue. We have uh Mystery at the Abbey. We have the Mr. Jax and the Phantom of the Opera. We have P.I. and Lady Alice. All right, Alice. speaking
2: of but, which... Even if you go back and you trace the history of a lot of them, like Scotland Yard, same idea. Yep. Going back to...
0: All of these are definitely worth talking about in the segment for sure. We should get into those. The uh, that, It's an interesting thing. More than a lot of other uh, themes, I think, games that involve the trappings of mystery tend to actually deliver on having to figure something out. Uh, a lot of games that will provide you with something like building a castle or something don't actually put you in that much of a mode of somebody who actually would have to be in that position. Actually No heavy
1: it. lifting, no no mortar.
0: Or, <laughs> or in some cases, no geography, you know, yeah. no architecture, no sense of actual actually seeing something get built over time. But mystery tends to deliver on that. And that's one of the cool things about the genre, I think. So all right, supposing you've got your two players, you've got your couple, you know, standard sort of case. Usually it's a couple in my mm-hmm. experience asking for this. First thing you bring up, Mr. Jack series, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera is my go-to.
0: So the first game in that series was the original Mr. Jack. Then we saw Mr. Jack Pocket. We saw Jack in New York and eventually Phantom of the Opera. That's the latest one in the series. Yeah. And the best one, in my opinion. I would say best as well. Yeah, they've really iterated on it. What what makes it better than the other ones? It's so much simpler.
2: Everything about it's streamlined. The character movement's different. The abilities make more sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. it's,
2: it's just... Uh, even relating to the story itself which is what I think is really cool.
1: Yeah, you don't have the distasteful theme of a woman hating serial killer who, <laughs> who who tore prostitutes <laughs> apart in in England. Um, it's not real. It's even even though yes, the main the the phantom in the story actually did murder people and some people will find that off-putting. It was fictional. And therefore you can be more accepting of it as a form of entertainment than uh, turning a real-world
0: serial killer
1: into fun and games.
0: <laughs> and better still, in the actual game, there's no killing going on. That's it's, true. That, yeah. it's, the idea is that the Phantom is a fake. One of these eight suspects is pretending to be the Phantom to mm-hmm. frighten a superstitious opera singer away from the, from the opera house so that mm-hmm. she'll go away and leave him alone. Yeah. yeah there's, there's no death at all, not even attempted murder. It's just, yeah. can I scare somebody so much that they leave town?
2: Yeah, which could be the only mystery game I can think of that actually does that because it usually relates around a crime, like a or, real crime. Yeah. yeah, and then not
1: this sort of the first of one, Scooby kinda... Doo
0: style. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, I'd like to see more lighthearted mystery games, honestly, because they're fun. I can, I can, <laughs> you know, that stays lighthearted as long as you don't think about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so suppose it's a group, more than two players. What then?
1: Well, uh, I have a few that I like to go to. I've recently discovered um, Mystery of the Abbey, which I've known about for years, but I never actually played it until just a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I had always, uh, as, a, as a retail staff at various stores that I've worked in, I'd, I'd recommended it to people who were looking for a more sophisticated clue-type game, but I'd never actually played it. And now that I have... Uh, it's come out of the archives and gone on the wall. And, oh, that's, uh, that's so strange. It's yeah. time. Uh, so that's one that I go to. Uh, I always
0: liked Mystery of the Abbey. Did you ever play that one, Maddie? I haven't. I really want to, though. It's, it, imagine Clue, but more open-ended. Instead of having to say, all right, I I'm, I'm, suppose it was Professor Plum in the conservatory with the candlestick. Instead, you ask somebody a specific question. Like, um, have you seen Father Bruno so far this game? Or do you think it was a Templar? Or what did you learn from the answer to the last question that you asked? So it's, it's, it's much more open-ended. And when somebody asks you a question, you can just take a vow of silence, put your finger over your lips. And, or you can answer. And if you answer back, you get to ask them a question in return, and they have to answer it. And everybody's bound by a vow of honesty. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's more open-ended. More of, It feels more like solving an actual mystery.
1: And it has uh, a point element to it yeah. that Clue doesn't have. With Clue, you either win or you lose. You you find the three pieces of evidence, and that's it. With Mystery of the Abbey, periodically throughout the game, you can make what they call, I think, revelations, where you can say... They had a beard. The, the murderer had a beard, or the murderer was a Templar, or something. Uh, and if you're correct, you score points for that revelation. Um uh, and if you're wrong you lose points for your revelation so you can't just keep making revelations and uh, <laughs> and you know bank points because eventually you're going to make a right one you have to be careful about it but you may be helping someone else actually solve the mystery by making these revelations but you're earning points for it and if you make enough correct revelations over the course of the game even if you're not the one who officially solved it you might actually end up making more points than the person who got to the final chamber and said aha it was so and so what do you like to bring out for the I really first like to bring
2: games? out PI I think mm-hmm. it's it's clue senior all right. It's a little bit more complicated. What I like about it is that you're holding the answer of someone else at the table. So while you have information in your hand the whole time, it's still very, it's very simple for people to grab onto. Right. Each person really, has their
0: own case they're trying to solve, and the person sitting on your right, they've got the info that you're trying to find. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite things about
2: whenever I, I encounter a new game wherever I – I really like games that are easy to teach people. And it's kind of affected my own personal biases as well. (laughs) So when I go to a new game, one of the things I constantly think about is how easy it is to teach. And so it's a very easy teach game, but it has enough depth to keep it interesting. I don't know if the game needs to go on for three rounds. I'd be
1: just as happy if
0: it only went on for one or two. Each round is the same. There's nothing that carries over from one round to the next, right? Brand
1: new case each round. Uh, The the board is
0: cleared each round. You can play it once, you can play it five times. It's just a matter of how many points, right? Yeah,
1: it's just, will you
2: enjoy it playing the exact same game again. I wish it had a different change mechanic, so something changed every round to make it a bit more interesting. But apart from that, it's a very simple, interesting game that's engaging without being overwhelming.
1: I disagree with it being very simple, uh, partially because the rulebook is horribly written. Um, there there are points in the rulebook where... It's just not clear what a player is supposed to do in a particular situation. And the gurus uh, at the cafe have done some research and, and looked up uh, you know the fact on the game and, and gotten that sorted out. But it is not an easy one unless you've put in that extra time. Uh, if you
0: have to look up stuff on an FAQ, it's probably not an easy game to teach. Yeah. That's what it's down to.
1: Once you know it once once you've you've got it down, it's not a difficult game to teach i I agree with Maddie on that, but until until you know it in and out it, it can be tricky. It's not one that you can teach out of the rule book
0: one that I'm really looking forward to seeing reprinted, and I hope it comes out soon is Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. That is a proper mystery in every sense of the word. Mm -hmm. That is a game that makes you feel like a detective, and it does not hold your hand. You get a map of London. You get a copy of the day's paper. You get a directory of important names that are in London and their addresses. And you get a few paragraphs of text telling you what happened. And that's it. You want to go somewhere, you find the space on the map, you find what the number is. okay, A3, you go to the casebook, you look up section A3, and you find out what you discovered there. It's just text.
1: And it's you have it. to figure out what's relevant
0: and what isn't. There are red herrings throughout the, uh, the casebooks. And every time you visit a place you didn't have to, you lose points. Hmm. So you have to try and solve the crime, figure out all these who, who did it, how did they do it, why did they do it. In as few moves as possible. And it's really something. You have to be super smart to beat these things. And and in a way, the best part is the end. When you think you've got it, you answer this quiz, and then you read the the, the back page where Holmes proceeds to explain how he figured everything out in a minimum number of moves. Because he's a (laughs) genius, and it makes you feel like a moron. But uh, it it really is a proper detective story in that case. But uh, 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 on the one hand, very easy to teach, very simple rules. On the other hand, it just makes people feel dumb. (laughs) And that's probably not what you're looking for in a mystery game in most cases.
1: Certainly not at our cafe. No, <laughs> definitely not.
0: It's, it's all about the positivity at Snakes and Lattes. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this week. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on the show, tweet it to us at Snakescast. We're always curious to know what people are interested in hearing about Steve, Maddie, thanks for being here with me.
1: My pleasure. Cheerio.
0: I'm really glad to have co-hosts again. This is much better. <laughs> the Snakes Cast is produced by PT Douglas. Music is provided by Ben Sound. The opinions expressed on the show belong to the people in it and not the company behind it. See you next week, everyone. Game on.